and welcome to the Loose Forward Podcast. I'm Andy. I'm Callum. I'm Bobby. And I'm Bray. And we're all about Rugby League. The M62 and beyond. <laughs> I, was co- I was confused then. Well, I just figured you'd not done one uh, all season. So. I have. I've never done it. And I wish you'd prepare me for it because I think I could have done it better. Well, now you're going to get slagged off. I am, yeah. So, um, Tell everyone what tonight's about then. Uh, the season review. Yes. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, we're going to go through each team and we're going to give them a grading. Not an IMG grading, one that means something. Right, yeah. That's what we're going to do, yeah? Yeah. Um, we're going to give each team uh, a grade on what how they think, like a full-time report. Uh, and we're going to go through all 12 teams, aren't we? And mm. we've enlisted Bry uh, to uh, help us with that. So we've all got three teams each and... Basically, we've involved him because we didn't have as much work to do, then, haven't we? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. anyway, Brian, you okay? I'm good. How are you, boys? Yes, very good. Good to have you back with us uh, after we uh, uh, after we binned you off last week. Oh no, we didn't bin him off last no, week. No, no, he was before. there last yeah, week. He yeah, he was there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so um, before we get then, anything else? Anything good happened to anybody this week? Uh, no. Had a week off. That was about it. That was good then. No, no, just just no, no. Brian, the news for this week. How's Movember going, Brian? Movember's good and itchy. Yeah, Brian, <laughs> that's the best way of putting it. Brian did send me a picture of him. <coughs> his latest Movember before he went on the school. <coughs> he shouldn't be going near schools. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good job they know him. Did you, well, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, well, you say they know me. That photo was taken outside the school office because they have to nip in quickly and. The woman had to double take. They check who they were. <laughs> you had to provide ID. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I just took a photo of Freddie Mercury. <laughs> right. So that's it. And I think we, we need to say this is our, Callum, this is our last pod of the season, isn't it? For now. Yes, for now. Uh, well, it is. Not for now. Not it for is. now, yeah. Um, yeah, last one. We've done. 41 episodes, I think, this season. This is number 42 of the season. 42, then, there you go. With this one, yeah. Right, there you go. Which isn't bad going, and 112 in total. Yeah. Which is way beyond where we thought we'd ever be at the very start, isn't it? Pretty good, really. Um, yeah, and we'll be back bigger and better than ever next year. We'll probably probably come back around about mid-Jan, a couple of weeks before the season starts. Yeah. Uh, but we'll have a well-earned... Uh, off-season break. Bobby needs a pre-season to uh, up his game, I think. Yeah, just to reduce <laughs> just to reduce the head starts, I think. <laughs> uh, I'm already I'm already in camp. Yeah. You know, already in camp. Yeah. You're already what? No, I'm not. You're already oh. in camp. Well, Bri did send me a a, a a cutting yesterday of this lion that's that's on the on the prowl on the rampage in Italy. Have you seen that? Escape from oh, the circus. Yeah. Right, and just with the words, how much start? <laughs> I think he'd win that one. Well, I said that because if he was running for his life, I think he'd get some superhuman powers somewhere and out, you know, outrun the lion and just just. Whereas I said the lion would end up having a nap because he'd have had a snack in the yeah. middle of the room. <laughs> I mean, I could, I could, I could have 
I, mean, I agree with you. I reckon I'd have some sort of superhuman speed run, running for my life. Do you think you could fight the lion? Do you think you'd win in a God, fight? God, no, I'm scared of bees and wasps. Never mind a lion. That's true. He is, <laughs> he is very scared of wasps, isn't he? Yeah, that's true. I was stung as a child and it traumatically changed my life. Mm. Well, well you're bit by a cat as well, by a kitten. Because no, it'll change your life if you went to Italy. No, but I got yeah. scratched by my nana's cat and that really hurt. <laughs> Right, without further ado, shall we uh, make a start, Callum? Yes. There's so much to love about rugby league in this part of the world, and more than just the pork rolls at Warrington and the pies at Wigan. There's tradition and history and great grounds and great fans, and then there's the weather. And if you don't like it, well, you just have to put up with it. Tough titties. Yes, for the final time in 2023. Um... Just before we start on each team's review, just a couple of general questions. 2023, mm. best Super League season ever? In terms of... Um, is excitement the right word? I think so. Not so much the quality on the pitch. No, but, but just... in yeah. terms of how close the, 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 the ladder was. And, and how tense things were. Yeah, and you know, we, we had some quality moments, but yeah, I think I think so. Yeah, Brian, where's it ranked for you? Yeah, that's it. I'd, I'd agree with Callum. Um, the quality on the pitch could have been a bit better, but obviously we haven't got the uh, the cap to get the best players. So, but off field, there was so much that went on off field that it just it kept you it kept you going, didn't it? Really? Yeah. It was it was like it was like something was always going to happen. It felt like every other day something was happening off the field, and then it comes to the on the field stuff, and some of it. Didn't compare. Only in rugby league, yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, we've had. I mean, we think about some of the things this season that, that's gone on. Um, we had a Super League club winning the World Club Championship right at the start of the season. Yeah. Um, we've had a new uh, winner in fifty years waiting in the Challenge Cup. Mm. We've had London finding their way back to the big time. And we've had what I would call perhaps a new breed of, of superpower. Like, as in, Hulk KR look as though they're, they're going to be oh, right, okay. on, on the way up. Um, Salford this season have thrown the ball about with reckless abandon and gained lots of admirers. That that sort of thing. Warrington looked for a while as though they could be the real deal. Mm. So I think in that sort of thing, we've had like a new breed. It's not been the the same old, even though we ended up with... One of the usual suspects winning the grand final, um, then you know there's been a lot of strides made, and you can include Catalans in that as well. Mm. And I'm and I'm sure we'll come on to all those things. But in terms of a season, you know, like you said, there was something, uh, something happening all the time, Bry. So, yeah, I think that was uh, in in terms of the season, re- you know, a really sort of you know, positive for the game. And then and then we had a, a three match test series against new opposition as well. Whichever way you look at that, whether that whether you whether you're for or against that, and how that turned out, in in terms of groundbreaking for the sport and for the game in this country, you know, it's another another plus. I think. Yeah, definitely. There's uh, lots of positives to take away, and you can spin a lot of positivity on pretty much everything. I think mm-hmm. so. That's right. Yeah. Well, let's see if Bry can spin any positivity on his first team on. The uh, review wheel. 
And we're coming to nope. you. We're coming to you, Bri. <laughs> and who are you going to start off with? I'm starting at the bottom. <laughs> Oh, so I'm going to start thanks, with... Thanks, <laughs> thanks for that, Brian. Made you look like a right mug there. Aren't aren't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to stop me. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm putting my headphones on. That's just absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> I'm going to ask him again. So where are we going to, Bri? Yeah, I'm still starting at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going to first, I've got one of my three choices uh, are plus Um All right, far wow. away. Give me the uh, give me the speech on Hull FC, and then we'll pick up at any points that when uh, when you've finished. Oh, Jekyll and Hyde. They are the epitome of Jekyll and Hyde. But they have been for three, four years now. It's. I tell, I tell you what, with with Hull, they had a couple of decent signings, and people were like getting a bit excited about Clifford and Hoy and a couple of others. And like, mate, they, they, could they do something? Could they get to the? Could they get to the playoffs? And it seems to go belly up straight away. Like even in the build up, Texo, you saying I want to be the best fullback in Super League. They've just signed Jack Walker for next season. He was a better one, and he was playing the other side of the city. <laughs> it's, it's it's just a joke. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry to all our FC fans. I predicted them to finish ninth, and they end up finishing tenth. And it, you just, it, I predict them to be ninth because of that inconsistency that they have. They've won our most disappointed side this year in our awards, mm. and. That tells you everything you need to know when you've had the other teams who haven't performed as well. You, like, we lost seven out of seven at one point, and then they had a little turn at the corner, and you win eight out of 12, and you're thinking, right, you can make the playoffs. But yet again, every, like every year, you can't make the playoffs. So you take the foot off the cast, they end up losing six out of six, and you're looking for positives from them. And the positives were Clifford. Clifford was great. And Adam Swift was decent as well. Them two players alone won three awards. They won supporters play of the year, play of the year, um, players play of the year. And now they don't play for them anymore. And it feels like you've got a thing with OFC. It feels like they, they get to a point when they see they can't do the playoffs and they go, right, well, let's concentrate on next year. Let's let's see what we're going to do. Let's try some things out. Like Lou Martin's a plus. They uh, And Lytton. And Cam Scott, they're pluses. And Lytton and Cam Scott had this last season or the season before where they got put in near the end of the season. It was like, let's see what they can do. Let's see if we can build around them. And Lou Martin had the same. He was class of St. Helens last game. And I think he might have played a couple more as well. And you think, right, but they're positives. But then come the start of the season again. And it all blows up again. I just, yeah, it's just Jekyll and I for me. Um and because of the consistency, the, the, the consistently inconsistent, I'll give them an F. Mm. I'll give them an F. You look at the play, Clifford's class. Clifford was great for them, but he only seemed to... He played well, got his move, and it went downhill. And it seems exactly what the whole FC do every single year. He was he was basically a perfect fit for them, but I've given them an F. Okay, Clifford at Hull FC's season can be defined, I think, by the Jake Clifford situation. As in, started off okay, played some really good games, mm-hmm. 
got his move announced to is it Cowboys? Yeah. Yeah. And then just capitulated. Mm. And you didn't really see Clifford in the second half of the season. No. And you didn't see all FC second half of the season. No, and I think you would have um I think that 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 period where he was playing really good footy, but he carried on that all the way through the season. I think you were probably looking at Man of Steel yeah. type yeah. of player. Yeah. That's yeah. how that You loved him, didn't you, Cap? Yeah, he was great. He you was loved great. him. He was great to watch. Great to watch when he was when he was firing. Um he had everything that I think a top scrum half should have. You know, he had the kicking game, the passing game, the the leadership skills, and um, but it, in the end, it all just sort of come across a bit sour because he just basically used another one that's used us to just get a move back uh, down yeah. under. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the day season was was epitomised in seven days. Mm. Played Saint Helens in the cup. Played really well in the first half. Ill discipline cost them. They lose the game. Edge drop. They didn't want. It seemed like they weren't really. Once Saint Helens had got a lead, week after, absolutely battered Saint Helens, and that's just the patronisers. What they are, exactly what they are. Is it? Is it just me, or I, I have this sort of notion of Hull FC that this should, without question, be a, 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 at least a top six, top five side every year? Is that? Is that just me? Because they never are. But I think in my mind, I have them as one of the like the, the powerhouses of rugby leagues. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the massive, massive city, aren't they? That, that's what I mean. Massive team, a lot of history. So, I, and with respect to, to Hull KR, I always sort of imagine in Hull that they are the powerhouses. Mm. And at the minute, they're not. They're nowhere well, they're near. They're not. They're nowhere near Hull KR. No, and that's that on or off the field. Exactly, yeah. and that always seems a not living in Hull and living miles away from Hull. That always seems. A surprise to me. Mm. See, I think you think like that, Andy, because uh, about them being a, a big team, because realistically, across this country, it's one of only like two or three places which uh, are rugby league territories, really, aren't they? Yeah. I've worked in Hull, I've I've been there, and it's everything's rugby league. You don't really see Hull, Hull City Football no. Club anywhere. No, and it's And it's very similar in West Yorkshire. You'll see Leeds United about, but it's mainly rugby league. Mm. I found that out since living here, mm. and and I'm I, and from an outside, as you were saying about Paul, from an outside, it seems like that in Cumbria, yeah. everything's rugby league, yeah, right. and other than them three places, that, and I'd say that's why. But when I, I I said something early in the season about Leeds, and and I'll get onto that later. But when people were questioning Gary Edmondson, no one was questioning Adam Pearson over this in the same way and it seems like Hull FC like we've got a decent coaching right well that's not worth right? we've got decent players and well, that's not worth we'll let them go right we'll try again okay yeah well, there's, there's always something it's similar to the thing to the argument in football about Man United is it the players is it the coaches and now it's got to the boardroom at Man United and it seems a similar thing to Hull FC you've tried everything else everything has got to be pointed somewhere else now yeah okay well we'll see how they go in 2024 then all right, thanks, Brian. I'm going to come on to Bobby, and your first choice is? Uh, I'm going middle of the pile. I'm going to go with Warrington. Okay. Um, and do you know what? I think I think for Warrington, I think it's it can be very easily summarised of never celebrating too early. Um, I think that is their whole 
upshot this this season. They had a, a fantastic first eight games, won them all, top of the pile, and they were flying high. And I tell you what, there's been uh, there's been a lot of talk after this international series about where do we go from here and what do we do now and everything like that. Well, I bet you Warrington aren't crying out for a mid-season break because after that one this season, they absolutely plummeted. Mm. Um, so I, I don't know where they where they uh, go from here, to be honest with you, because, I mean, th- this season they've they've already sacked the manager. They've already sacked Dow Powell. Um, they've got Burgess in, which it seems a very unenthusiastic appointment. It, it, it doesn't scream we're going to win the league. D- does that make sense? Burgess has just seemed to have come from no, he, you know, he's not, managed anyone else before he's always been an assistant or a coach somewhere else uh, and then obviously there's there's the news that he doesn't even have his coaching qualifications and it, it just seems a very odd appointment but that's that's next season anyway this season like I said they just they just got the high hopes didn't they and before you know it they were struggling again and it just seems to be Warrington of the last few seasons even even last even last year when I think they finished third they, it was very it wasn't brilliant was it and you know when when you look at this this season the only game they seemed to get themselves up for was St. Helens I, I can't recall a game towards the back end of the season where I thought they actually pushed a team to the limits other than Saints and yeah, it just, I don't know, uh, you, you get the, you know, you always hear the joke, don't you? It's always Warrington's year, but I just, I, I look at I look at Warrington lately and I think it never will be, and, and I don't know when it is going to come, and um, I'm sorry if, you know, Warrington fans think, you know, next year will be theirs, but I don't, and uh, based off of this season, you know, they started high, they they. It came crashing back down to earth, and for that, I've I've given him a very average C. Okay, and I think that's fair. Yeah, I mean, Callum <coughs> looked. I mean, they were entertaining. They were throwing the ball. They were they were scoring, scoring at will, scoring mm. for fun, weren't they? The first seven or eight games of the season. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, as Bobby said, it, it came crashing down. Yeah, the um, yeah. Well, yeah, like you said, they, they were they were they were playing really well, playing really good for they, they, they were going mad. Um, Paul Vaughan was the 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 greatest forward ever, and he got a new contract after three weeks. Yeah, yeah, you know, and he, he did have a good start. Um, everyone was saying Man of Steel and all this, and and then they they played. Well, they played the big boys, didn't they? And, in Wigan and St. Ellen's. That, that's um, true, actually. Those first seven or eight games, they didn't really play them at the top of the table, not, did they? Not really, yeah. or, or not at the time they weren't. Yeah. Um, they 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 had a really good start, didn't they, whereas other teams struggled. But then, like I say, they played the big boys in Wigan and St. Ellen's back-to-back and lost them both. And as well, the St. Ellen's game especially. I think St. Ellen's had a lot of players out and a lot of them were uh, academy players. And yeah. they... They got pumped. Yeah, that's mm. right. Yeah, and then and then like Bobby said, the the international break comes along, and that was it. I don't really know what happened after that. No, where do you pinpoint it, Bry? Because I mean, if you take Darrell Powell in isolation, for example, you don't become a bad coach overnight, do you? Well, no, because 
Well, he's now at Wakefield, and there's a lot. I, I, I was speaking to some, um, our friend Matt from down at Bellevue last week, and he said there's a lot of um, excitement about next season, and that'll probably got a lot to do with it. And don't get me wrong, I know they're in the championship, and, and but he, he brings that he brings that experience. And when he when when the season started, most people like I had them. I had them to finish fifth. I know they only finished sixth, but. But that that one of eight was amazing, and you could see what they were trying to do, and it just seemed it seemed like there was like it seemed like there was like a fallout or something, didn't it? Like some people didn't. It got to the point where like fans lost faith in them. It seemed like the players lost faith in them, even though half the players had played with them at Castleford. Mm. And so they I, you just don't know where. They... Yeah, they seem to lose faith in each other. Mm. Yeah, and it, it seemed like they they just they just lost the way it was like they had a plan A and the plan A worked for eight games mm. and then they all went out on the lash in Catalan they all went out on the lash in Warrington and then they got beat and then they had the international break and that, it's that way I think that might be where it is that international break mm. you're thinking right well let's rejuvenate the players let's rejuvenate they sent them all on holiday did they all just yeah. relax too much well uh, 10 seconds right before we move on uh, will Sam Burgess be a success for them in 24? If he doesn't go into the King's Head and copy, uh, covers Prince's um, music and sings Party Like It's 1955, he should be on <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So uh, that was The Wire. Um, Callum, we're coming to you next. Where are you going to start off from? Um, I think we'll bring things up a bit, won't we? Uh, and, and I think we'll jump to Hulk KR. Okay. I mean, tremendous season. I I remember for, it must have been one of the first episodes we'd done this season. We did the, the table prediction. I think I had him 11th. Mm. Couldn't have been more wrong, really. Mm. Um, tremendous season they brought in. Could have been I had Catalan in 11th. Oh, right, yeah. So you could have been. Do <laughs> <laughs> you feel better about it now? I do, actually, yeah. <laughs> so uh, thanks for that. All right. Uh, you know, they bring in Tom Opperchurch, they bring in um, uh, James Batchelor and Sam Luckley. I think them them last two have been excellent for them and, and sort of gone under the radars in a lot of ways as well, uh, especially James Batchelor. I think he's tremendous. Yeah. Um, I thought Sean Kenny Dowell might be past it and probably, if not the best centre in the league this season. Um, they bring in a coach who, I, I mean, I'd never heard of him. I'm not saying I'm the fountain of knowledge for rugby league, but, you know, I'd never heard of him, didn't really know what to expect from him. And just, I just didn't really get the a good feeling about them. But, uh, my God, did they blow me away. They, you know, the you were talking about them uh, becoming on that verge of that new powerhouse type mm. thing, you know, becoming one of the powerhouses, and 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 they are, they've had a you know they've had a tremendous season. The way that they've played are really good, you know. They they finish fourth. They get to a Challenge Cup final, which on another day and with a bit smarter thinking, I think they win. You know, we talk about um, the, the 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 incidents in the final. Then they're, they're not. They should have won. They, they should have won. You know, the penalty that they give away, the sim bin in the. Um, they're not finding touch, going for a silly drop goal. We, we said on uh, one of the, the pod, the reviewing pod for the Challenge Cup final, mm. in that golden point, they did absolutely everything they everything. could to lose the match. Yeah, absolutely everything. 
Um, you know, and on another day, smarter thinking, they, they win that. And I think they win that golden point period quite comfortably. But it wasn't to be for them. Um, but, you know, tremendous winning the semi-final over uh, Wigan in, an, in another golden point thriller. Um, they bring him... They lose Jordan Abdul as well early on. I think they, they, mm. they, they, they had back-to-back losses in the first two games and then went on like a six or seven mm. win streak. Um, and just as the season went on, they, they, they got stronger and stronger. Mm. You know, they, beat, they beat St. Ellen's. They beat, uh, they beat Hull 40-0 away. Like, yeah, incredible. Um, the, the, the big one for... For me, was the the one a couple of weeks after the Challenge Cup where they beat Lee fifty two ten, because that really that game in the end secured them fourth place. Yeah. Um, the points difference oh, yeah. when they overtook Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I I think them having to play Lee at home got them to the semi final in the playoffs in the end rather because I think if they'd have gone to Lee, I think it might have been the other way around. Definitely the most uh, vociferous crowd. Yeah. At home in the league. Oh yeah, unbelievable at home. Mm. Unbelievable. But like Brian said, you know, before early on they did when we were talking about Hull, they they're doing things right on and off the pitch as well. Yeah. Um so an incredible season really for them. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna give them I'm gonna give them an A. Mm. Okay. Because they've got they've got to a final and I, maybe that's more on expectation as well, because if, if you'd have said this season was Wigan's season or St. Ellen's season, you'd probably give them a B. So maybe that's a bit more an expectation, but I'm going to stick with an A, Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. And they got to a semi in the... Um, yeah, they got to the semi the, again. The playoffs as well. Again, yeah. couldn't have played the game any worse. Yeah. They've played the big two biggest games that they've had all season. They couldn't really have And they might learn from that experience. Yeah, exactly. Them, so exactly. So, you know. I mean you mentioned you mentioned the coach, you mentioned Willie Peters. I mean, I'm old enough to remember him as a player. Mm-hmm. And uh, he played for Wigan at one point. Right. Um, he wasn't the best. I don't think he was the, he was an overseas import, obviously. He wasn't the best player in the world. No. And as a coach, I, I wouldn't know what he'd done as a coach before he came to No, I had so, no idea. Yeah, so the, that, that's a really interesting one, but he's really put himself out there as he was one, coach of the year, really. Yeah. yeah I mean, well, Adrian Lamb, I think, was, was yeah. probably, but he, he was definitely not far behind. Well, he should have been on the list. I've heard of Paul Rowley anyway. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. So, yeah. Excellent. Thank you for that. Right, is it me? It is you. Where are you going first team? I'm going to I'm gonna start off on a bit of a positive at the start of the year. I'm going to start off with St. Helens. Okay. So, what I think here is, I think this is a really, really difficult one. Mm. Four-time Super League champions in a row. Lose the coach, got a new coach in. Mm-hmm. Okay, even though that coach has been the assistant coach for the last few years. Yep. Okay. They win the World Club Challenge in an unbelievable night of glory, beating the Penrith Panthers, who've since gone on to win their own three-peat. Yeah. Yeah. Can't say how, how great that was. Whether people say that the Panthers underestimated them, it was the first game, blah, 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 doesn't matter. They cared, they tried, they failed. 
Yeah. Right. Saints coming away, world club champions. Now there's a now there's a there's a hangover then in Saints' season. And I think what was really apparent in February and March, which followed them for the rest of the season, and our good friend Steve Orford in in um, uh, Saint Biffy in in his blog has said the same thing, in the fact that at that time the problem was obviously in the attack, and they never really got it right. No. And you wouldn't have known at February and March that that was going to plague them for the rest of the season until October. Mm-hmm. And that was that was really something. And just, just a couple of things on that. Um, do you know how many times Saint, in, in the whole season, just in, in Super League, not in the Cups or anything, um, do you know how many times, in fact, it would have been the same in the Cup, I think, but do you know how many times they, they hit 30 points plus um, four. I was going to say three, six, eight. Wow. Now, only one of those was above forty, which was at Magic Weekend. Yeah, seven of them were thirty plus. Um, five of them were between thirty and thirty-four. Right. So they've only just got into it. Got right. into it. Yeah, which is probably where your low estimates come from. Yeah. Two were against Huddersfield, two were against Wakefield, one against Hull, one against Castleford. Right. There's six here. Right? So the bottom four of the league. And the Castleford one, they were 30 nil up at half time. Didn't they only got mm. 34. 34, yeah. yeah. So there's, there's, there's your, in a nutshell, there's your problem. Mm. And what, what happened then, the other, the, on the other side of that, is when the opposition got to 20 points or more, Saints only won one match. Mm. Which one was that? Can't remember. Oh. Can't remember. But um, the other four, the other four, mm. uh, they lost. Yeah. On that. Which is not surprising, really, when they, when you're talking about the attack there. So there's, there's your problems, all in one go. But, right... On the plus side of that, right, let's look at the plus side of it. The 10 minutes from Wembley and two minutes from Old Trafford and a World Club challenge, a world club champion. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Defensively, they, they, they've still been sound. So, which is the whole thing I just want to come on to is to finish with Saints. If you do, they were fourth in the table in missed tackles. Really? Mm. Now... If you do things at 90% that you've done in previous seasons, if you said under Wolf in the last three or four seasons they'd been that defensively sound team at 100% in defence, this season they were probably at 90% of that. Yeah. And ultimately they came up short because of that. Mm. And I think think when you go into that and the fact that their attack is pretty rubbish because it's been well documented, there's there's a lack of pace... And I think that's I think that's the problem. Is that is would you say that's why the attack's been poor because of a lack of pace, or is there a, a other well, issues there? I think the other issue is is when I've looked into that as well. Um, by well over two hundred, Saints had the most carries in the league. Right. So there's a lack of expansion. Mm. So in all season, they've had five thousand four hundred and seventy-five carries. Okay, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Um, 
they've had a few injuries. They lost Wormsley. That was a big loss when they when they lost him, etc. But every team has injuries. This season going on, they've lost Roby. It remains to be seen how, how much he'll be missed. Yeah. Um, LMS, Hopawati, they're the main ones that have gone from this year. Brought Daryl Clark in um, and Matt Whitley. Matt Whitley, which is a position that I don't think they really need either. No. So, and that's it, really. Andy, that, get, Andy, that game was Warrington, three chain towns. 24 points to 20. Yes. So there you go. And that was the only one they won when the opposition hit 20. Right, yeah. Yeah. So, early prediction for next season. If they don't sort the pace out, they'll drop down a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So they've gone from four times champion to finishing third in the league to having that semi-finals in both, I would think they'll be perhaps third or fourth in the league, fourth in the league, and be knocked out in the playoffs and won't reach Wembley. Okay. Okay. Because I, I just don't think they're at the very top of the tree anymore at the minute. Andy, playing devil's advocate, Yes. has success in a way led to failure? Well, there, there's that's. I think that's my... Uh, take on the defence, Bry. I think sometimes you can be very... You can get used to tackling, you can get used to being the 100% in defence, and sometimes you think you're doing the same things and you're actually not. If you've played in successful teams in whatever sport, if you're not doing the same things as you were before, you drop off a level without realising you're dropping off a level. So I don't perhaps think it's... uh, I don't perhaps think it's, you know, anything as a mindset or just, you know, we're not trying as hard. I think sometimes it's just, it just happens and it's just not. And I think that's perhaps that perhaps that's more realistic, I think. Mm. But there you go. So before you move on. Yeah. So what's your grade? Oh, sorry. It's a really tough one again. Even, and I'm going to be quite hard because I think they've dropped off from where they are and they haven't finished with uh, silver apart from the, the World Club Championship. And I'm going to give them a B. Okay. 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 Yeah. Brian, we're back to you. Fantastic. Um, I'm going to go with Leeds uh, this time. Um, about a mile and a half down the road from Edinley, there's ITV studios and we record them a day there. I think if the scriptwriters wanted the story, they should have went up to Edinley this season. Because some of the, the, the storylines that they had there would have made a cracking little series. You think about it. They, 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 got to the, they got to the playoffs and then they get to the grand final. And everyone's like, right, okay. Well, that's the expectation. Let's get back to the playoffs. And it seemed that, like it just fell apart. Mm. The start of the year, you had the whole Cruz Lehman incident <laughs> where he's the club captain. Sky have still got him up on their promos. Yeah, he's off to the Gold Coast. No reason behind it, just I'm gone. At the end of it, you had the whole Blake Austin saga. Um, it <laughs> just seemed like someone released a video of him and no one knew, supposedly no one knew that he was going to Castleford. But then he turned up Castleford. 
and then no one still knows how he ended up at Casford and now he's not at Casford anymore. And then there was the whole where's Nene MacDonald <laughs> thing as well where he went back to Australia for personal reasons and then just didn't come back. It seemed the whole thing was just like a soap opera. It was just a comedy of errors. Everything with the scenes, all the main things about Leeds this season were off the pitch because on the pitch they were that poor. Um, they had showed a few glimpses. Um, Wigan away, one forty eighteen was it with twelve men. Um, but other than that, you then look on the flip side and you had what? What was it? The biggest loss they've ever had, sixty one nil, and they got beat fifteen the week before. Yeah, they were, they, were, they were shocking, weren't they, mm. those two weeks? Yeah. And, and, and that, that again, seemed similar to what the whole FC thing was. Can't make the playoffs, let's just see what we can do next season. Mm. But the fans don't, you, you don't pay your money to what, what can we do next season. That's right. Um, standouts, Cameron Smith, that's one of the best players by far for them. And I'd say the only really other standout was Sam Walters. But he's going, he's gone, he's gone to Wigan now. Massive loss. And that, that was a whole side. And that was a whole saga as well. Yeah, and he is, he is a massive loss. Yeah. Um, the best the best thing you can say for them, look, you look at Ed and, well, first of all, it can't get any worse than the end of last season. So that's a plus point. But then they've got probably one of the best halves in the country. Jody Croft coming. Yeah. And then Andy Achers and the Lockie Miller. So they're trying to do something with the spy because obviously they've already got Camden Smith. So you can see a plan in place. You can keep them for firing on cylinders. Everyone says you need the spine. I mean, dis- um, disgracefully, really, for Leeds Rhinos, and I think it is disgracefully. <clears throat> it's, this isn't the first time they've missed out on the playoffs. It's a regular occurrence, isn't it? Mm-hmm. it it's just... The, the, again, the only show glimpses, and as you said, Andy, everyone, everyone has injuries. And yes, they did. But I feel like it was more... Poor planning. Yeah, it seemed like that they, this season they, they, they thought, right, we'll play the kids and we'll try a few like we'll try a few people who were a bit cheaper to try and balance the books, kind of thing. That's how it felt anyway from the outside. Okay, well, but it just didn't work. No. Well, what's what's your grade then for Leeds Rhinos, Bry? Well, I'll give them a bad grade. Um, they've lost marks because they're only the fourth best Leeds Rhinos rugby league team in in Leeds. <laughs> behind the women in the wheelchair in the PDRL. <laughs> so, so I'm giving them an E. And that's, and I think it's the same as what Callum said before. He, he, given whole KR and A, because he predicted them to be 11th, I predicted them to be 4th. Mm. And I've, I've never exactly ever seen like, I've never seen like they were going to be in the playoffs yeah. at all. Really, no, did they? No, absolutely not. No, and that's that. Yeah, absolutely shocking. A couple of things just to pick up on there, both on Neen McDonald. Really, they could have had a little book, couldn't they, with a little, with a little red and white stripey hat and going, "Where's Neen?" Couldn't they? They could have made a little, <laughs> could, have made, could have made a little book series out of that. And finally, are we now allowed to tell the Neen McDonald story? Um, if he's, I guess so. Go on then. I'll let you do it, Bobbles. And, I, it, and it involves one. It involves one of our contributors here, Brian. I mean, it was all a bit of a really weird story, but um, obviously for those that, that listen to the, the pod, and we've had him on before, he's, he's my friend uh, Jordan. And 
Jordan went to, I can't, I don't know which Leeds game he went to, but he, he went to with his with his wife and his and his son. And anyway, he stayed behind the game for players to, to hold his son, take pictures with them all and stuff like that. And uh, anyway, he, um, he he ended up speaking to Neen McDonald, who ended up giving him his phone number. Right. And then told him to text him and come round to his house for a shirt. <laughs> right. And that he'd give give his little lad like some some merch and yeah. and and stuff like that and and, and then, then and then what happened? And then about three days later he went on to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> John's trying to ring him up and it's just going <laughs> so, so for three months now. For three months now, Leeds fans have been going, what happened? Because he was playing good at the first half of the season. What happened? Yeah. What happened? Jordan, it's all down it's to all you. It's all down to Jordan. Yeah, yeah Jordan's fault. <laughs> but, there you go. Very weird. But excellent yeah. story. Yeah. Brilliant. Excellent amazing. Oh, yeah, amazing. Yeah, I'll give you a shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No worries. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm off on Thursday. <laughs> Are you willing to pay postage? Yeah. <laughs> It's a bit more expensive than Papua New Guinea as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I heard it was business class. No, no postage, it was business class. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear, so there you go. Good way to end up with Leeds Rhinos. Uh, Beautiful. Well, for Jordan, uh, but, you know. Not for Jordan. <laughs> not for Jordan. Not for Jordan. <laughs> 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 this right. one's going to go out, so Bobby's phone's going to go ballistic. <laughs> right, let's, uh, let's move this along quickly. Right. Um, yes, let's let's be quicker on these, Bobby. Okay, um, we. I, I'm going to go to my next team, which was bottom of the pile, twelfth place, Wakefield. Um, I, 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 it's a tough. It's not. Well, it's not a tough one to be honest with you. At the end of the day, I think the writing was on the wall from the from the get go, wasn't it? We said on the very first pod of this season, and I predicted exactly what would happen that they would finish 12th, they were making improvements to the pitch, the stadium, everything like that. They were obviously going for this IMG grading. And I think that was very, very clear throughout the season. That's exactly what they were doing. Yeah. They took 16 games in all competitions to get the first win on the board. They had four wins in total, with you know, gathering eight points in, in the season and a record number of nillings with... Six in the Super League era. I mean, Wakefield have been in this relegation, staying alive battle now for a long, long time, and they, the they were just the escape artists. Except this year, just they just got caught. Mm. Um, I think we all. I think we all felt for for Wakefield when the time did come. I think they gave us an incredible amount of hope of can they actually do this when they did mm. win those four games. Yeah. They they tied up Castleford and all of a sudden this relegation they were, battle was... They were off the bottom for, for a week or so. Yeah, yeah, all of a sudden you're biting your fingernails going, no, surely they're not. Mm. And then the game against Castleford rocks up. That was it, wasn't it? And that was, that was, the, that was the nail in the coffin for yeah. them. Um, obviously Castleford went on to get another 
another win. So that definitely spelled the, the end of Wakefield's time in Super League. But, you know, even right up to the last couple of games, really, I mean, you know, they, they, they pushed Catalans at home to a to a good game at 18-10. And, you know, then, then they lost in golden point to, to Lee, 20 points to 19. And it just seemed that, every bit of passion and every bit of ounce of energy in Wakefield season went to keeping them alive at the wrong time of this, the wrong time. Mm. You know, where was this passion and this energy at the start of the, the start of the campaign showing you where you wanted to be and lay your, you know, lay it all on the line. Everyone, you, you couldn't have gone any further down in people's predictions. Everyone had you doing this anyway. Mm. So prove them wrong. You know, where's that? instinct in you as a player to to keep it alive and you know uh, and, and then obviously on a on a personal level I think I think uh, I think the four of us obviously wanted them to to stay up just to see Matt get his Luke Gale tattoo um, <laughs> I think that was uh, I think that's what was spurring I've got a story us on. about that um, uh, I think I think that's what was spurring us on to <laughs> to keep them up just to see Matt get a, a Luke Gale Jesus tattoo with Luke Gale holding his hand in the tattoo parlour. Uh. Um, but yeah, all in all, look, Wakefield, exactly where I predicted them to be, exactly where I think everybody thought they would be. And unfortunately, the time in Super League has come to an end. I do like the future though for them. I think they're, they're making... I think they're in a better position now than they were at the start of this year with it being, weirdly enough, they're in the championship. But I think the future is very, very bright for, or could be for, for Wakefield if everything goes as as the planning. But for this season, uh, obviously no choice, but they get an F. Mm, fair enough, yeah. I think they'll only be out for one season, Callum, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Can, and it's a season that, that could help them... Um, Revitalize, yeah, definitely, uh, and look forward to to, to the future. Yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you, Bobby. Callum. Yes. Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to go Castleford. Okay. So one up from um, from Wakefield, um, and again another season that was just all over the place, wasn't it? Mm. Um, I I was I think I was quite excited to see how they went on as well because I know they lost um, they lost Truman, but they brought in Gareth Widdop and Jacob Miller, and as a halfback pairing, I, I thought that might go quite well, and I was excited because I thought Miller had been really good at, at Wakefield. Um, <clears throat> Gareth Widdop could have had a chance to, to, to do really well there as well. I was quite excited by it. And you throw in the players that they already had, Westman, McShane, uh, Watts, that's, you know, them sort of players. And it just did not happen at all, did it? You know, um, finished 11th on 12 points. They sacked Lee Radford after three games. Mm. They sacked Andy Last as well. You forget about Lee Radford. I know, three games in. Three games in, they had all this stuff with Joe Westerman at the beginning of the season. Say, the season started off down a back alley at Greg's and got worse. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it just... It, somehow, 
somehow it got worse than that. Yeah, you're right. Um, they sat Lee Radford after three games, like I said, and then they, they played St. Ellen's the week after they come back from Australia and should have hammered them, really, but yeah. got beat. And this writing was on the wall, really, from there. Mm. Um, you know, they had a couple of good wins. Uh, I think they beat, they, they beat Wakefield twice. They had a good win against Leeds. I think they beat Hull. Um, and Warrington as well. You know, they had a few good wins, but it just didn't come together at all, did it? Um, they were out of the Challenge Cup in the sixth round. Uh, went nowhere in that. Um, and, and after all that, that Bobby's just said about Wakefield having their um, record nillings and, and, and all these losses that they had, somehow Castleford managed to go bottom on points difference. Yeah. I mean, I they ran away. The, the, the game, the 28-12 win at Wakefield, you know, pretty much sealed them staying up in the end, didn't it? But um, how they managed to go bottom on points difference, I'll I'll never know after how bad Wakefield were. Um, but all in all, I think it's a big fat F, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. There's not a lot else to say about Castleford this season, really. Not really, it was just... Dreadful. Dreadful. And, and I wonder how it'll be next year. I, I imagine it'll go something like there'll be a couple of statements about how the ground might be getting upgraded still. Yeah. I think yeah. they did one the other week, actually. Yeah. I think Castleford... 16 gear on spin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Just get it done. I think Castleford just got lucky, the fact that Wakefield were in the same league as them. Yeah, I think yeah. if it had been anybody else, yeah. I think they, just they, could... they probably would have gone down. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think the season was summed up by a ten-man sitting. Again, <laughs> yeah. the one they lost, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, but again, you know, that, that was yeah. to sack the second manager of the season. <laughs> mm. They sacked two managers in a season. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't really happen, does it? No, not really. And they didn't get any better. And, and then yeah. a third one walked away from them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Right, is it me? Yes. Right. This, um, I mean, not to break with tradition. Every week, this is our usual Let's Upset Salford fans section. Okay, yeah. Oh, hang on, Andy. Andy, yeah, hang on. on. Let, me go make, let me go make some popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> Are you back? I'm back. Right, here we go. Right, this... Uh, right, cue complaints. Here we go. Salford. Here we go. Right. <laughs> okay. The Salford Red Meltdowns. So at halfway in the season, they're fourth in the league. They've just won eight out of nine. Mm-hmm. They've got a Challenge Cup quarter-final to look forward to against Hull KR. So for fans, their mood can be described as ecstatic because they've still got players to come back. Still could finish top of the pile here. And talk of a double. That defeat in the quarter-final then ends up with seven losses in a row, and they're outside of the playoffs. Um, at this point, the referees are cheats. <laughs> We're now asking, say we, I mean Salford. We're now asking for loans from fans, which has raised £365,000. Mm. Um, fans are saying it's secure in the future. Uh they lose to Warrington in Golden Point. Doesn't matter, we can still do it. We can still do it. If results go our way, fans are saying we can still do it. Then they lose to 
Hull KR and Catalans. It's okay because we're building for next season. And we didn't really want to be in the playoffs anyway because it's not about <laughs> this year. That was my favourite of that. <laughs> yeah, so that's <sighs> accurate. Uh, I think Ryan Briley has been their best player. Mm. Nine tries. By nine, far. Nine assists. And a special, I think, a special shout to Chris Atkin. I think he's been excellent for them yeah. all year. Yeah. Um, the problem now, going into 2024, is you look at the players that have gone. I mean, before the end of the season, they've lost Tyler Dupree. Mm-hmm. You can count him as, a, as an exit yeah. now, really. Yeah. Uh, they've lost uh, Matty Costello, but the big two, they've lost Croft and Ackers, both to Leeds Rhinos. Yeah. They brought in Ethan Ryan, Cade Cust, and uh, the ever-wandering Neen MacDonald, who has gone to Salford in, in the biggest, I want to be nearer home, uh, I'm too homesick, since Joel Moon. It's a reversal <laughs> Joel Moon. Reversal <laughs> Joel Moon. Right? Tell Jordan to get down to Salford next season. <laughs> I've got a mate who's a Salford fan. I'll see if Jordan can give him his number. And then just to sum up with Salford, I think in this walk of life, when you look at everything, you look at the problems they've got now with the stadium, players going, you know what I mean? All that stuff. And I think in this walk of life, they've asked the fans to empty the pockets and they've ended up with money for nothing. But this is no Romeo and Juliet story. And they're going to be real brothers. They're going to have to be brothers in arms next year. Right. Paul Roller's going to have to do his latest trick because I'll tell you what, they're so far away. And if you haven't worked it out yet, they're in dire straits. <laughs> and he's just gone full England squad 1998 World Cup. There you go. So, uh, I think... Going back to 2023 for Salford, I think with the squad they had, I think they underperformed, <laughs> and I'm going to give them a D. Okay. Okay. But yeah. I'll be honest, after Dire Straits, there's not a lot else to go there with Salford, is there, really? Not really. Well, you get a, you get a C- minus for poor puns. Yeah. D for Dire. It took me ages to think of that. <laughs> D for Dire Straits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, D for Dire Straits, yeah. D for Dire Straits. <laughs> oh, there you go. Bry, we're back to you for the final time. And my final team are Lee. Um, question for you, boys. Can a Centurion change its spots? <laughs> Very good. I think it can. Um, Lee's season is summed up uh, by two words. Hype and results. Other than September. Um <clears throat> In brackets, um, it started as it finished, really, didn't it? Um, PR, <laughs> just PR, um, kick started. Well, the name change started at all, yeah. Um, Centurions going to Leopards, then there was the two worst kits that's ever been seen, ever, ever, but then from nowhere, they kept all the local and lamb, and the results. Kept on going. It was it was like a it was like a when did he when when are you gonna fall when are you gonna fall all season up until about the end of May everyone was like is this gonna stop is this gonna it's just gonna stop going but it didn't it never did you end up winning the Challenge Cup and yeah as we said earlier on if okay had the problem man managed it better they probably wouldn't have won it but superb 
um, for the game, really. Um, but then from August, it just went a bit. They got the they got the Challenge Cup Blues, didn't they? Really, um, which many a team have had before. But you look at what they've done. Let's be honest with you. Let's be honest with you. We, we especially Callum, is very vocal about this. Derek Derek Bowman should take a step back. Really, should step back a bit more and let the team and the players and the coach be lauded for what they do. But, but, on the flip of that, it's perfect PR because I'd I'd love to ask everyone, is there anyone out there who, when they think of Lee and what they're going to do next season, and you might go, oh, is it a one-season wonder? They've kept Lamb, that's going to be key for them. Um, you know, are they going to be able to do the same thing? But I, I, I guess that every single person's thinking, what are they going to do next off the field? What's coming next? And you always, when you're talking about Lee, you talk, you're talking about the whole concept of Lee, like you do with Hulk KR, really. Whereas when you talk about, like teams mentioned, Casford Wakefield, you're just thinking of poor performances. Even if Lee had the poor performances, they had the whole circus around it, didn't they? Which was still keeping their name on everyone's lips. Yeah. And I think, I think the what they've done on the pitch, some play, Tom and Moan, unbelievable player. Um, John Asiata's played well. Josh Charney had a great season. Robbie Mullane, unbelievable, unbelievable. Deserved his England call up. But and then to top it all off with the Challenge Cup, yes, they, they fell off. Mm. The end of August and that 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 loss at Hull KR was pivotal because I think if they'd had a home playoff they might have might have done a bit more damage than what Hull KR did. Um, but you know, I think I think overall, as Callum said earlier, when when um, when talking about Hull KR, you, you, I predicted them to be eleven and they finished fifth, win the Challenge Cup. You can only give them an A, can't you? Really, absolutely. But they were going to lose points because they nearly run me, Freddie and Sam, over at half ten on a Sunday morning after the Sands <laughs> Cup final. <laughs> and the last thing I'd have seen would have been John Asiata holding the Challenge Cup trophy right at the front, right at the front of the bus. I mean, not not so much, you know, Sam and Freddie, but if it, if you had knocked him over, it would have given him extra points. It could have been an A plus that, Callum, couldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 you know, looking at the last thing you see, Challenge Cup, it's not a bad sight, is it? It's no, not a bad way to go, is it? Yeah. It's yeah. the no, best looking but, trophy in all sport. But, yeah. I, I'd say I'd say Sam would have given him an A plus as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Bobby, you would have said they'd have had the season they've had. I know this felt like Bryce said they fell away after August, but you'd have took that in in February, wouldn't you? Oh God, yeah. If you're a Lee fan. Oh, you, you'd, you'd, have t- you'd have taken a Challenge Cup it's final, a, never mind it, never mind winning the whole it, thing. It's a little bit like Wigan Athletic when they won the FA Cup. Yeah. 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 You know, they're, right, they're nowhere near those heights now and they got relegated, but they wouldn't swap that day out for anything. No. It's, it's uh, the same thing. It's those things that live in the memory, you know? Yeah. I'll, I'll be, I'll, I'll, I think if you told a Lee fan they'd finish fifth and make the playoffs this season, mm. I think they'd have been ecstatic over that and yeah. instead they've... They've 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 gone and won a challenge cup and yeah. and still made the playoffs. It's a it's a dream season for them. I, I mean, our friend our, our friend John Dutton when he did the special mm. said he couldn't believe what he was seeing because he'd never seen them win anything like that before in his life. Yeah. So, you know that, that he's you know a typical typical fan. Yeah. Like that. So, yeah, they've had a strong backline, Callum, all season. They've they've kept that, and that's what's got them through, hasn't it? They have had a decent one to seven, haven't they? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, then um, and then. 
And then you've got the owner. I did see pictures of him at this MMA contest or something. He's been in weekend. New York or something. In a leopard. He's got less clothes than Jurgen Klopp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's paid he for it. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't got any more clothes. And that's he, a, had, and he I, had a busy week, did Derek? Because he, he went to he went to Copenhagen to watch Man United, didn't he? Yes. And there's a there's a there's a there's a social media page called Away Fans, right? And he put a photo of him in his private jet with uh, Neil Dukes and a few of his mates, and they were all going, "Oh, these have put these have spent a few bob, you know, to, to yeah. go and watch Man United in Copenhagen." And everyone's like, "Derek Beaumont, so you, you know, he's got a few a few, a few bob." Yeah. But then he's on going to New York. He was sat in economy. Yeah. <laughs> That's an economy going for New York yeah, with, have... with Neil Jukes next to him. That's why he didn't fancy taking Neil Jukes in, in business class, did he? That's why, yeah. <laughs> but, oh dear. Right. Bobby, your last team. Yes, my last team is ninth place Huddersfield. This would be a quick one, wouldn't it? <laughs> and uh, quite ironic after the Jurgen Jurgen Klopp joke because we come on to Jurgen Watson. Yes. Who I think actually pretty much summarises this season for, for Huddersfield, which can be summed up as, it's not our fault. <laughs> That's... Bobby, Bobby, I'd say you've got your perfect for Huddersfield here because you're the one who's done the draw. You're the one who got Huddersfield. Who can you blame for getting Huddersfield? That's Just right. like Ian Watson. <laughs> who can you blame for the... <laughs> it's not your fault. It's not my fault. It's not your fault, Bob. Hit me with Huddersfield, Bobby. Oh, I mean, look, the, it, it's it's pretty much summarised as that, isn't it? It's, it was never their fault this year. Everything or something had to take the heat off of Watson and he, he seemed to find a way, whether it was the famous St. James's slope or whether it was... Um, With 12 men yeah, going uphill. Whether it was, or whether it was 12 men from a week before that cost us this game or that game. It, it, it was just ridiculous. You, you spent half the season with no spine because you kept swapping and changing your players because you didn't like what was going on. It took you half a season to find that combination to get it right. Um, you know, it, it, it took you. You know, they, they put out a tweet at one point this season and said, "We are the entertainers." Right, that was when they beat Hull fifty-two twenty after twenty-six games in the season. Yeah. It, it it just it, it's bizarre that you think that how, how they think and if you're not willing to own up and admit your own faults or put blame or you know say this wasn't right and this wasn't right and put some blame on yourself, what hope do you have? You've called out your own players and said I need I know what I need to do. That was my favourite. That I know what I need to do. I was thinking, well, do it then. Go <laughs> 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 on then. <laughs> I dares you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I dares you. Just do it. Dare but, you to win again. Yeah. Go on. You know, um, when you're coming out with comments like that, I know what I need to do, and publicly calling out your players and saying one of Lola here or Connor is going to miss the next game and stuff. He, he, mean, he meant Connor, didn't he? Yeah. 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 But you... you you're not only humiliating yourself and the fact, but you're humiliating the players. They're not going to want to play for you. Yeah. And I think that was very evidently shown in this season. They didn't want to, they, at times they didn't want to play for Watson. And it was an, a real shame considering that in 2022, you finished third and you made a challenge cup fan and lost out to a last minute try in that. Yeah. You could have been challenge cup winners and you didn't get there. But 
you should be building. And we seem to see this pattern with Huddersfield season after season. They seem to have a really good season and goes, wow, this is Huddersfield. We're, we're, we're brilliant. Everyone look at us. And then the next season, you come crashing back down and goes, oh, where's Huddersfield? Next season, it's back up. And it, it's like a roller coaster with them. And this season, it was just blame after blame after blame. And I think eventually it just caught up with them. Plus the fact that you couldn't find a team yeah. or a spine. Um, so for for that reason, and obviously, again, based off of last season, I think the fairest grade is a D. I think you're right on that. The only point I would pick up on there, Callum, is also I thought the way they, they treated Jermaine McGilvery was awful. Oh, yeah. It was, yes. It was awful. Awful end. Yeah, yeah it felt really bad for him. If something, I think, summed up Huddersfield's season and, and the way they were, mm. that probably summed it up, really. Yeah, yeah that's true, yeah. yeah. Taking a picture of him in a blank stadium with no fans there, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah horrible end for, for a club legend. And I think so, yeah. Nobody should have to go through that after he's dedicated his life and no, career to your club. He, he deserved better. Of course no he question. did. Yeah. Um, as do Huddersfield fans, I think. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, Callum, your last team. My last team are the Catalan Dragons. Um, another really, really good season for them. Um, they've, they've, they've been up there for the last two or three years now, really, haven't they? they you know, they, they've made the grand final in 21, and they fell short uh, last season and uh, made it to the big dance again this year, but unfortunately fell short once again. Um Brought in Adam Kieran, who, who's been really good. I'm surprised he's only managed to stay one year, to be honest. I know he's gone to, to Wigan, but odd that he's he's only stayed there for a year. Uh, Takiaho was another big name that they brought in, but unfortunately didn't work out for him after he only made seven appearances this season through, through injuries or whatever. But um, really disappointed with that because I thought he might go really well over here. Um, and then I think the big one, Man of Steel uh, nominee, Tom Johnston, who just had a tremendous season and really sort of revitalised his career a little bit, didn't he, with um, moving on and, and, and staying injury-free. Thought he was tremendous. Um, not a good Challenge Cup run. Round First round, well, round six. Um, a 14-16 a loss at home to Warrington. Um, but some some really good. They, they they play a really nice style of footy. Um, I think Sam Tompkins looked really good for a lot of the season when he be, when he was on the pitch. It'd be hard to replace. Yeah, him. really hard to replace. Um, I, you know, I'm sure they'll just stick Arthur Morg at the back, who again looks a tremendous talent. Uh, different kind of play. You can't replace that experience and that leadership that that Tompkins is is. Uh, had with them though, can you? No. It's not easy to replace. The 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 big ones for me, the biggest thing. Um, three wins, two in the regular season, one in the playoff. Three wins over St. Helens this season, and that was really that was the difference in them finishing second. Mm. They had the, the the joint best attack with Wigan. Both of them scored 722 points in the regular season. Yet, they get to Old Trafford and didn't really look like scoring, especially that second 40. Yeah. 
again, another team, like my early one, OKR, biggest game of the season and didn't really show up. I thought the first half, I thought they were they were all right and probably should have had a lead, but couldn't get over the line. And then the second 40, they were just never in it. It was the same as the semi the week before, which they did get over the line in the end. Yeah. But they just couldn't manage it and Wigan had a bit more in attack in the final than Saints did in the semi. Yeah. And that was probably the, the, the top and bottom of it, isn't it? Yeah, it was. So, you know, an, an, another great season for them. Um. They'll be hoping to go one better and actually get some silverware. Mm. What uh, what have you given them then? Uh, I'm going to have to go with uh, an A for getting to the final. Okay, couple of questions. Um, Steve McNamara really seems to have reinvented himself over the last few years. Yeah, I can't believe that. Re- you know, the reinvention since, of him since he went to the Roosters as an assistant. I mean, everybody was back. laughing the red off when he got sacked from Bradford because they were like... Concentrate on Great Britain. Yeah, you, yeah. you go concentrate on England or Great yeah. Britain. Or was it Great Britain I think at it was the England, time? I think, Whatever. They were go, go concentrate on England full time. Like, he's England coach. Why would you not want the England yeah. coach yeah. at your club? Like, yeah. mm. it, it was it was a bit of a laughing stock, really. He's, uh, he's probably like Steve McLaren, did, like reinvented himself. He, he has. He has, just without the funny accent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Couple of questions for you, Carl. I'm just on this before we wrap up Catalans. Should they have won the league leaders' shield? Yeah. Probably. The 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 biggest thing for them, and I'm not saying they should have won it, but that that thirty odd nil loss to, to Wigan at home was yeah. was sort of not the nail in the coffin, but Big thing in terms of points difference. As well. Yeah, they, they lost two in a row actually there yeah, because they, did, they went thirty four nil to Wigan and then they went away to Old KR and lost twenty six eighteen. So that re- them two games were massive for them. And then just generally looking forward for them, if I look at the ins and outs, yeah. So they've lost Tomkins, Kieran, uh, Chan, Gudemond, May, Takio, Pierce, and Whitley. Mm-hmm. Coming in, Satai, Farge, Sims, Nikarima, Sivanen. Mm. They look stronger or weaker to you? Um, um, some of those signings are brilliant. I think maybe a, on a par. I Theo Farge, I can't make my mind up on him. I'm looking forward to seeing Nikarima. Yeah. Uh, Sims, which Sims is it now? Tell Tarry. I just I feel like he's past it. He's like thirty three, thirty four, mm. or something. Satai could strike Sat- one of those. Satai could get a new could, lease of life yeah, in the south of France. He could, could, he could go really well. Mm. Uh, Bailey Sirenen and and Nikarima. No, I think it comes down to how well, especially the last two, Nikarima yeah. and uh, Sirenen. I think it depends how well they go. Yeah, yeah. So, but I would say about around a par. About the same. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Um. And then my last team, then the last, uh, the uh, last but certainly not least, uh, is Wigan. Mm. Um, as a as a club, what a season they've had! Um, as well as obviously being grand final champions, the reserves won the grand final. The wheelchair team won the grand final. The women's team are now putting massive investment in. Yeah. Um, they tried to sign Jodie Cunningham from St. Helens last week. Yeah. Um, so, as a club, 
absolutely strides going forward after after some time, a little bit you could argue in the doldrums a little bit for the last few years. You could say, and new ownership, Andy, and new ownership as well, which is massive. And again, we talk about the stadium issues with Salford. If they if they can secure their future with the stadium and stuff, then again, that's only going to help them in the future, isn't it? With Wigan, um, a real tale of two halves, though, isn't it? I mean, at one point they actually dropped out of the playoffs mm. for a week. Yeah, they were seventh at one point, yeah. and they, they ended up winning the league leaders' shield, including the semis and the final. They won the last ten games of the season. We said all along, didn't we, right from the pod, the backs were exceptional. The forwards were poor. Mm. And I and I don't see I don't really see much argument in that even now. I think some of the forwards improved and I think some played out of the skin. But they've obviously taken steps for that for next season. They've obviously addressed that, even though they won it, they also know that's that's been the case for them. I mean, when you look at the I mean Let's be honest, any team that's got French and Field in there and Smith organising and, and seeing them round the pitch is going to have a chance, aren't they? As a half-back, if you've got Smith doing all the kicking and you've got French doing all the running, you've got a chance, haven't you? Yeah. And yet they stumbled on that by accident, didn't they? Yeah. French was out on the wing, Field was at six, they had all these different combinations and they weren't working. Mm. And they ended up with a lot of square pegs in round holes. And they sort of fell into that that I'm not saying they're lucky by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just saying that, but that they sort of fell into that, that yeah. combination. But then when you've got also the, you've got uh, Wardle, I think has been fantastic, and then Miski has been uh, an unearthed diamond, and you've got Marshall on the other side. You know they've got so much pace in that back line. You know they led they led the league in clean breaks, 148 clean breaks, and they led the league by a mile in that. Mm. And sorry, just to you know, with Abbas Miski as well, were you know he was third choice at the start of the season. You weren't even in the, you weren't even in probably Wigan's wingers' plans. Exactly. But you can, we talked about Saints before. You compare that pace in that back line to what Saints have got, and it's just mm. a different animal, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. You know, um, he played on low. He played on low first two games of the season. Yeah, he did. Didn't in he? the lower leagues. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, they ended up winning the league leaders' shield. They won. They won the grand final. They were beaten in Golden Point in the semi-final of the Challenge Cup. Could have easily been a treble for them. Mm. Could have easily been a treble. And yet, and a team that you think, actually, I don't know how impressed I am with that. But the other weird thing is, they all, do you know what? Do you know what the other thing they led the league in, Callum? In stats, fifty-five missed goals. <laughs> and now all of a sudden, all of a sudden, uh. Frano Smith <coughs> can't miss, can he? No, he can't. It's absolutely... I find that unbelievable. I've got a theory for that. Go on. So, you know where we were saying before about um, Clifford and he only turned up once he got his... Uh, he stopped playing once he got his contract. Yeah. It was funny how uh, Smith only started kicking properly once uh, Kieran had signed. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> I better get my boots on. Yeah, but unless he just discovered which you know which feet to put his boots on. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he maybe had him on the wrong feet for the first half of the season. Maybe. I don't know. Um... But you tell me about, I've asked about, just to finish off, I've asked about Catalans with you, Callum. Yeah. Bobby, just tell me about this. Out, um, Kai Pierce-Paul, uh, King, Cust, Thornley, Smithies, Powell. 
all gone. Um, in, Leeming, Kieran, Chan, Walters, Thompson, SI, and I'm going to put Dupree in that as well because mm-hmm. he was a late signing. Yeah, Stronger? Yeah, probably. We, we said that the pack was their weak point, if you like, and they have improved that massively. Yeah. And it's it seems to have been improved with with talent that is young and will be at Wigan for a long time. Yeah, there's experience and promising talent there, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. So well, on it. on Wigan, I've got I've got a question and a point. So uh, one question with them signings, are they? Or do you see anyone beating them next year? Beating them to the to the league leaders or grand final? Uh, yeah, possibly. I think. <clears throat> When you bring that many new players in, maybe it takes a bit of time to to gel. Do, yeah. Maybe they'll be better after next season. Maybe they'll maybe they'll hit the ground running straight away. So maybe a but, be- maybe a better question is: Are they building a dynasty for the future? Then oh yeah, yeah, without doubt. You, can you see them, point- can you see them winning multiple Super League grand titles? Let's say over the next uh, five to ten years. Let's say yeah, yeah. I think you always can though, can't you? Mm. You yeah. always can with a team like that. Okay, and the point, Bry? Matty Pete. Yeah, so we, you say you stumbled. You say you stumbled across it, which he did, and no one can deny it. But he, I don't think he gets applauded to deserve. Not just this season, but last season too. He's he's a very um, he's a very class act, isn't he? When he comes across, yeah, you know, in interviews and press conferences and things like that. You don't see him moan much about things and situations either that are out of his control. Not really, no. You know, he's not an Ian Watson, is he? No. You he's know, very he, graceful as well, isn't he? Yeah. Towards the opposition. I think in I think in, in victory and defeat, I think, as well. Mm. He's he's very um, yeah, I, I agree. So the last point I wanna just the last, the last question I wanna ask all three of you then on, on this, just to finish off uh with Wigan and the season in general is looking forward now. Um I think it's February the 24th and I think it's going to be Wigan versus Penrith Panthers. Can Wigan do a Saints and beat the Panthers? Bobby? No, but the only reason being is because of the heartbreak the Panthers went through last season. I can see them saying wanting to write it. Yeah, I can see them saying, well, not again. We're not we're not yeah. being made to look foolish again. Yeah. And I think that's the it, I think if if they hadn't done that, I'd say yes. Um but I just I can't see it with that. I can't. I'm definitely fixing it behind closed doors up against Saints, aren't they, to help them out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? No. Just straightforward no. No. Okay. Bry? No. And yourself? No. <laughs> we're all we're all gonna be we're all gonna be in like our words by the time February the twenty fifth. I always think what Bobby said about them. I agree. The, them losing it last season. I don't think they'll want to lose it, it again. And it's not a Wigan thing or a Saints thing or or a whole KR thing or anything. It's a Super League and NRL thing. Yeah, and yeah. they'll want to. They will want to. Um, they'll want to press down their dominant and their superiority. Yeah. The, the, the thing is, this 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 game needs. Promoting as soon as it's officially announced, it, you this is a this could really be a once in a lifetime opportunity to see this fantastic team from down under, yeah, on your doorstep. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. That that's a really good point. That yeah, player. yeah, yeah. 
just uh, one last thing on that, just to sort of say, is that even more so with with this, the what you've just said there, Andy, with the the Super League and the the NRL, England, Australia. I think even more so after Australia have just been humiliated by New mm. Zealand. Yeah, as much as it's a club competition, I think. I think I think country, that yeah. yeah I think it comes down to yeah. Australia and England and I think with and, them just being humiliated it'll be even more and, right yeah. that's it and they'll they'll have a vastly different new kit from 2023 to show off in well won't they <laughs> <laughs> yeah have you seen that yeah it's exactly the same I know, <laughs> I know. and they're like hundred quid or something in yeah, it's just way last year's mate yeah so uh, brilliant right. I, I think, unless anyone... give them a grade? Or did I miss yeah, that? Yeah, you have to right. give them an A as champions, yeah. don't right. you? Yeah, fair enough. Um, uh, I think, unless anyone's got any uh, urgent points, Callum, I think that's uh, going to lead us to the end, I think, isn't it? Yes, that's the end. I enjoyed that. Yes, it was good. It was the That's the end of the episode and the end of the year for us. Um, let's say 42 episodes this season, 112 not out. Um, we're like Virat Kohli, aren't we? we are, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, thanks to 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 Brian for joining us and, and and for joining us all the way through the season and doing all the work on the predictions league. It's appreciated, and uh, we look forward to having that back next season. So we're definitely having him back then. Um, we'll, we'll talk off air about it. Yeah, I'm actually yeah. getting to do the points. Yeah, we'll talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, but there, there we go. Um, <laughs> Thank you for for to everybody that's listened to us throughout the season. Um, it really means a lot. Um, and as Andy said earlier on at the beginning of the podcast, we never really expected things to to go this far, did we? So and thank you for your comments, yeah, on, on Twitter and everything. And we were putting in between now and the season, the start of the season, we were putting lots of questions up, weren't we? Every few days, just to uh, yeah uh, stimulate some discussions, some rugby league discussions. So yes, uh, please feel feel free to join in. And there's anything that you want to see on the pod, any sort of new segment or anything like that, that, uh, or you want to get rid of Bobby, just, just, just drop us a line. Yeah, it's uh, easily arranged. Yeah. <laughs> like a horse with a broken leg. Yeah. <laughs> How much start? <laughs> that was like him at Cartmel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but there we have it. So thank you to everybody that's listened throughout the season. Uh, we'll be back mid-January um, to take a look at Super League 2024 um, but from all of us here at the Loose Forward podcast for this season it's goodbye goodbye bye, bye. bye.